Hey guys, welcome in. I'm Brad from College Sportscast, and we are presented by Defend Boys. guys i'm back <laughs> it's brad with college sports cast and today is selection sunday so if you're a college basketball fan you should know what selection sunday is um it's a huge day in the college basketball world it's when the brackets all released for the ncaa tournament and we have a special today um we are about three hours from the Reveal of the brackets right now, and we're doing a pre-selection Sunday special. We have a special guest on with us. We have Steve Heigl. He is back with us. This is his third time on with us this season, and we appreciate him coming back on with us. Hey, Steve. Hey, appreciate you having me, guys. So how has your weekend been, and are, have you been watching tons of basketball? Yeah, I've been watching a lot of games. Uh, unfortunately, there's not as many games on today. Yesterday was the main day, but um, I don't like right. how that shifted either in the years past. Friday was pretty fun too, actually. Yeah, Friday was good. It, it seems like years past, though, there's so many good games on Sunday, but now a lot of the conference tournaments have shifted their championship game to Saturday. So it seems like Sunday. They have. Yeah, there's not as many on Sunday anymore as there used to be. Yeah, but there were a lot of great games this weekend. Enjoy them. Right. So we have, of course, John Roberts with us as well. John's part of the show with us. And uh, and Jason, who may join us, he was in Dallas with some recruits or players of his that looked like this morning, sent me a picture. So he may join us a little bit later. I just want to uh, state that, that he may come in and join us late in the show. Um, he's welcome to do that. So, um Steve, we have him with us. He is from JustCollegeFootball.net and JustCollegeBasketball.net. He runs those and uh, votes for how many different uh, National Player of the Year awards do you vote for, Steve? Uh, just one, just the John Wooden Award. So just the John women. Wooden? Yeah, men's and women's, though. So we get to vote for the men's, men's and women's? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm going to have to – nudge you to vote for Caitlin Clark on the women's side, maybe. I think that's, I think, I think everybody's going to vote for her. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be surprised if anybody doesn't vote for her. I... <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Like I just thought I'd throw that in there. No, I like that. I like to see the final tally and see if, if anybody didn't vote for her. I, I couldn't imagine. So, I mean, you know, everybody's like with South Carolina on the women's side, we'll just throw that in real quick, but everybody, you know, South Carolina is the dominant team. And Aaliyah Boston is the player that everybody knows and talks about, you know, on the South Carolina team and uh, nationally fans wise, I, I would think just as many people probably know her name as Caitlin Clark's. Yeah, true. Probably. It's, it's funny. She, they both would have got a lot of competition from uh, the UConn player, Paige Beckers, but she got injured and she was out. The right. Season. So the Angel, Re Angel Reese is the other player that I would mention girls yeah. side. 
Yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah. I remember she she I'm I'm in Maryland. She was actually at Maryland and then she transferred to LSU. So Right. Yeah. yeah. That would be that would be my three that I would mention um on the women's side. Yeah, all great players. But I, <laughs> I I'd be very surprised if Caitlin Clark doesn't go home with the award. So listen, I, I told I joked around um with a guy the other day and I told him that we're gonna to try to get Caitlin Clark to uh transfer to Kentucky for next <laughs> year for the boys, not for the girls. She's a junior, yeah. Yeah, she's a junior. She's got a year left, and most of the time the girls don't leave like that, you know. Yeah, they, I, I so, thought she already said she was coming back, so I, I could be wrong. But yeah, I yeah, she's a junior, so she's more likely coming back. So I was like, we need to get her the transfer portal, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking about for the girls' ball. I was talking about for the boys. <laughs> she can shoot it. She can definitely shoot it. She can. Logo Clark, I'm telling you. Yeah. She, can shoot it. She, she definitely can shoot it. Anyways, that wasn't supposed to be part of the show. but hey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we added that anyway. So we appreciate everybody being on with us. And again, this is Steve Heigel. And we'll get to the games today. So um, Princeton beat Yale in the Ivy League championship today. Um, Alabama looked really, really good against Texas A&M and won the SEC championship today. Um, Memphis and Houston is being played right now. In the AAC championship, Houston is playing without Marcus Sasser, who aggravated an injury yesterday against Cincinnati late in that game. And uh, I think he's setting out. So, yeah. And Memphis John, is doubling them up. Yeah, Memphis. Yeah, John, John said he was setting out. He wasn't playing. So, yeah, yeah. Memphis is beating them pretty easily right now. So, yep. yeah. And yeah. Penn, Penn State, Purdue are playing uh, for the Big Ten title. Penn State's made a heck of a run. And that game, that game should have already started, right? Yeah. Yeah, it should have started. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then uh, earlier, VCU beat Dayton in the in the A ten Atlantic ten. Yeah. Been a kind yeah. of been a, been a weird year for the Atlantic ten down year as well. I mean, they're VCU is going to be the only team that's going to get in. You see that? that yeah. That it is. I mean, Dayton has got a decent team, and St. Louis has got a decent team, and I think they'll probably be NIT people, but I don't yeah. see them getting in. Yeah, the only team getting in now is VCU, unfortunately, for that league this year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't see them getting in. So speaking of that, we'll just go right into the mid-major misses. Um, you know, Atlantic Ten. We were talking about. I just threw out a couple of teams. Um, uh, you know, on the Atlantic 10 side. But I, I did want to run through some teams that I think have had a, a really great year. They didn't win their conference tournament and could possibly be missing the NCAA tournament. Bradley is one of them who had a really good year um, in the Missouri Valley that I that I kind of wanted to mention. Hey, Brad. Um, Brad. Yep. Yeah. We all know that you you want to go to the NCAA tournament, but you I can't. do want to. I do. I do want to go. NCAA. You can only go as a spectator. Okay, you can't play in it. <laughs> I'm a little too old to play in it, but I still would like to. All right, carry on. 
All right, in the A in the A Sun, uh, Liberty got beat by Kennesaw State, and Liberty had a really good year this year and needs a mention. However, you know, like I said, these are some major misses, and I don't think these teams are going to wind up getting in the tournament. Um, but I, I kind of wanted to throw a few of them out there. Um, conference. Throw UAB in there as well. I mean, yeah, Conference US Conference USA's got two of them <laughs> that I think have had great seasons and are so close. These are two teams, North Texas and UAB, um, have are so close. Uh, North Texas is really close on metrics. UAB, if you know, if they didn't lose Jelly Walker a couple of you know in the middle of the season, can they can they not just put that in there? Uh, like in their selection, like look, they were without Jelly Walker for three three weeks. It, it's yeah. funny because it's funny they. I mean, they can, but unfortunately, usually... Clemson has just mentioned they were talking about Clemson earlier today, and Clemson's the same thing. You know, player was hurt. Uh, yeah, Hall was hurt for several weeks and being the season, and it's just kind of you know that just, there's nothing you can do about that. It's unfortunate, right. like same with Jelly Walker, but that's the committee takes that in consideration. But still, it's at the end of the day, they're just not going to get in. Unfortunately, yeah, because at the because as soon as he came in, they started winning again. It was like, yeah, oh, look, they had, here it but is. They, <laughs> they really did have to play better yesterday. Yeah. You know, um, you could make, they, you could have made a more of an argument for him if they would have lost that game by two points in overtime or something like that. Right. That yeah. Yeah. Walloped. Yeah. Yeah. Help him, so in, in the, in the Mac Toledo, Kent state uh, beat Toledo. Toledo had a really good year. Kind of want to throw them out there. Um, trying to think of some other teams. Sam Houston State yes. got beat in the got beat in the whack, and I definitely want to put them out there. Sam Houston State had had a really good year, along with Utah Valley. Um, in the in the whack, both of those teams got beat out uh, in their conference tournament, and uh, both of them had really good years. The wax, Southern, the, wax good, the wax a good conference. I mean, it, it, it is. Doesn't get much recognition, but it's a really good conference. Grand Canyon. It is. There's there's like three or four teams in there that's really really good teams. It's a good conference. Doesn't get much mention, but it's a really good conference. The Sun Belt has got some teams in it. I sure. think uh, Southern Miss is a good team that didn't get in. Louisiana won the conference tournament. Uh, Marshall's got a good team in the Sun Belt as well. Uh, so there's a few teams yeah, there. I saw Marshall Marshall play earlier this year in person. They they I thought they were sure they would win that conference, but obviously they didn't. But and they wound up like third or something yeah, in, they had in a the great, conference. They had a great team. They had a great year. But yeah, and they they had some really good offensive players on that Marshall team. I think what you're seeing in difference from years ago is like more and more, more and more mid majors are having great strong seasons, and the NIT is is they're making the NIT a much better tournament. I mean, I don't think as many people pay attention to it because the everybody's paying paying attention to the NCAA tournament, but the NIT is a good tournament. The I mean, NIT is actually yeah. going to be kind of fun. There's going yeah. to be several good teams, I think, in the NIT. So um, I, mean, I think it'll be kind of fun. It will. It starts. I believe it'll start probably Tuesday or Wednesday this week. They'll have a couple games. Yeah, yeah. It starts either Tuesday or Wednesday night, I think. The yeah, NIT and then, of course, will. they stagger them because they don't want it around the NCAA tournament and they'll have the – Yeah, yeah. It's staggered around like but there'll each be some week. Good games. Yeah, there'll be some good games on that. And even the, even the CBI tourney. Um, 
I've seen a lot of mention about that recently, and that's that's a 16-team Well, if, since we're going to talk about the CBI real quick, I kind of hope Detroit gets a call and gets and Detroit Mercy gets a call. I just think there's too many good teams, and they won't. But I mean, <laughs> I, I can see them getting. I can see that reason they would get the call. Yeah, I, but I. Yeah. Just, We'll, we'll find out in less than 24 hours. I just don't think they're going to get in. Three points. He had four. Game. I know. He had four three-pointers in the last two minutes that missed. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he, and he needed he one of them to yeah. tie. So, one. really, he just needs one game. So, even if they go down there and lose the first game, he's going to get it. But, yeah, I don't know if they're going to get that invite. I, mean, I know. The record's the not good enough. But. There's also the College Insider Tournament. So, maybe, if, obviously, if CBI yeah. doesn't take him, maybe they will. So, yeah. That all comes down to the school too, because they have to pay a certain portion of money to, you know. They do. Eat. I didn't realize that the CBI you had to pay a portion of that. I think it's like a twenty two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then of course you got to pay for all your travel. So it's it's on the school as well, not just on the yeah, just, yeah. not just on the invites. So I'm sure they reach out to them in advance and contact them. Um, you'll right. see the, the bracket come out in the next twenty four hours. So, right. But yeah, I I I I'd be great. To, it'd be great to see. I just don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know. If it's gonna happen. <laughs> well, you know what? Okay, Antoine Davis is three points. I know from um, the all-time scoring record by Pistol Pete Maravich. That's that's the reason why I said that. So, <laughs> in case in case you're wondering and why I mentioned all that, it's because. Antoine Davis from Detroit Mercer is three points shy of the all-time scoring record who's who's been on the books for like 52, 53 years and nobody ever thought would be broken. Yeah. Granted, Antoine Davis has got a fifth year because of COVID and it was all done, but still, still it, it would just it would just be neat to, you know, it, it was neat to watch him at least have one game to try to go for it. Yeah. I agree. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, you'll know in 24 hours. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. All right. So let's get to the power conferences. Uh, most of them ended up yesterday. There, there's a couple of them that, that are going today. But uh, so the ACC yesterday, Steve. Would you? I mean, it ended yesterday. What were some of the surprises that you that you thought went on during the ACC tournament, and you know how how it turned out with Duke winning? Yeah, I wasn't shocked that Duke, I was somewhat surprised that Duke won. Um, I, I thought Miami or Virginia would end up winning it, but Duke's come on strong as of late. Um, uh, I thought North Carolina would make a stronger run because their season was on the line. Unfortunately, they, they didn't. Uh, for um, for you know, for the ACC would have given them another team. I think that Pittsburgh. I remember speaking to a couple people on Twitter. I think they're in the tournament. A lot of people said with that Duke loss the other night, they're probably out. I think they're real close to the to the line but I still think they're in the tournament. Um, as for, you know, the the way the rest of the tournament played out, it was pretty much, you know, like I thought it would. I mean, a lot of the top seeds advanced for each game. I thought Clemson had a couple of nice wins that I, they did. you know. They did. I still that think. That I wasn't. I still think they're on the, they're not, they're below the cut line. I think it's real. Well, real so Clemson, Clemson has, if you look at Clemson, they have everything that they need except for about four really bad losses. True. Yeah. <laughs> True. I mean, and that's what's going to keep them out. I True. mean, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think I saw Pittsburgh. I, I mean, I watched the ACC. I don't, you know, um, it's not the only conference I have to say I watch, but I watch a good amount of the ACC. And I, I think Miami's got a good case to make a strong run in the tournament. Duke. I just don't see Virginia going far in the tournament. I just think the way they play, and of course they won the title in 2019, but this is a different team. And I just, 
that it's like that Wisconsin style and it's just so slow and, and methodical. I just, I don't know. I think they're going to have a tough time getting in the tournament. I think so too, draw, to be honest with you. Draw, I agree I, with that. I think they could be going in the first game depending on their draw because they're, they're going to probably going to get a four or a five. They get that. And there's some really good 12 teams. There are. And I think, I think teams they could, on the line. I think they could get more, you know, knocked. I think ACC in terms of uh, going the distance in the tournament, I think Duke and Miami could both make runs. That's about it. I don't think um, any of the other yeah. teams are going to go. All right, let's let's get to the Big 12. The Big 12 yesterday, for the second time in a week to 10 days, Texas beat up Kansas pretty good True. to win to win the Big 12 yesterday. So what are your thoughts and and how the tournament went and how the how Texas seems to manhandle Kansas the last the last you know ten days. Yeah, I thought Texas played really well. I mean, their coach he needs a he needs to get a full time uh, gig there. I mean, you got, you got to give him the job now. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, the Texas coach. Yeah, Texas, I, I don't even know what his name is, but uh, right Rodney now, Terry. But, Rodney Terry. He he's got to get the job. I mean, I, there's there's no reason not to give him the job. I mean. Now Texas is one of those places that, like in football as well, they they it's almost like they want a big name. So I don't yeah. know. We'll see if they hold out and see how he does. I know, but he's held that team together. Yeah. Not only held it together, they've like come on. You know, yeah. the last yeah. you know they look really good. Uh, I think I can definitely see them. I can see two Big Twelve teams getting to the Final Four. Um, I think definitely I can see four getting four probably four getting to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Can, I still think Kansas will probably. I, if I had to pick a Final Four right now without even seeing the bracket, I'd say I put Kansas in it. I think if so, especially if Self's back, Bill Self's back. I mean, assuming he comes back and coaches in the tournament, I know he had a some um, health. So issue. we have so we have somebody in the chat. Since we're talking about the Big Twelve real okay. quick, we have somebody in the chat asking about Oklahoma State. She Stephanie Yates says, "I still, I hope they still uh, have a chance to make it in the tournament." She says, "OK State needs a mention." <laughs> so. I thought while you're while we're talking about the Big Twelve, sure. I'd give you the chance to talk about Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State's in. I think they're right, right there on the cut line, but they are in. Um, and it's all going to depend on their matchup if they can win that first game. So you, you, they're going to be probably like they might be in the first, most likely going to be in the first four in Dayton. So we'll see who they play. You know, and and they played the toughest conference in the country, so they're they're definitely able to win that first game. And then they're probably going to be against the sixth seed who you, you never know who that could be, you know? So right. they definitely, they definitely should be in the tournament. And I, I think the best thing for them and team and another team in that uh, same kind of area is West Virginia. That tough conference is going to pay dividends in the tournament because you play. I so think West Virginia's uh, last couple of wins before the tournament probably put them in. Yeah. They're in as well. Uh, West I believe. Yeah. yeah. They're in as well. But I, I just think that tough conference is going to play out. Even Iowa State looked really good in the Big Twelve tournament after Caleb Grill got dismissed from the team. They did, and Iowa State had had to end the season had lost like True. they went. They were like two and eight or something, and then they come on and won. A, you know, looked pretty decent in the tournament. I thought. Yeah, I mean, it, Baylor kind of looked like they faded a little bit down the stretch, but they have the experience and they won that title in twenty twenty one. So, I yeah. think we're, I, I just think the Big Twelve in general. I think four, maybe even five in the Sweet 16, and probably two. I, I think they could get two teams in the Final Four, depending on the, the brackets and how they shake out. So, 
And then, of course, of course, you got the if Houston makes it to the final four, you really have three because Houston will be a, a Big Twelve team next year. Yeah, yeah, next year. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We we'll go ahead and claim them now. <laughs> <laughs> just like if, just like if Oklahoma makes it into the into the 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 national championship, like yeah, yeah, they're 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 an SEC team. I mean, because like <laughs> just like last year, they played uh, they played in the the championship game against uh, Ole Miss and in, in baseball. In the championship series, it was Oklahoma versus Ole Miss. Hey, guess what? We had two SEC teams playing for the for the championship <laughs> right there. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, let's get let's get to the Big East. The Big East yesterday, I was like I, and and I'm gonna start it out with this. I've been saying I've I've noticed that a lot of bracketologists still have Baylor in that two slot, and I've been I've been saying all week long. Marquette should be in that two slot above Baylor, in my opinion. Marquette looks great. They won the first – this is their first time ever winning the Big East tournament. Shaka Smart has done an awesome job, and I just wanted to – UConn looked pretty good, I thought, in the Big East tournament. Of course, they ran into Marquette. They ran into Marquette. Um, but I thought UConn looked pretty good in the Big East tournament as well. So what was your thoughts on on how the Big East tournament went? It played out pretty much like I thought it would. Um, I was very surprised by the final score yesterday, the fact that Marquette beat Xavier as, as by as much as they did. But, yeah, I think Marquette's a two-seed as well. I mean, whether they get it tonight or not, you know, we'll, we'll find out. But I think they could definitely be on the two-line. And, I mean, I think any of those, you know, first couple Big East teams can make a deep run in the tournament. Um, I think they could they could probably get, you know, three or four teams in the Sweet 16 as well. Um, I, I think that's a tough conference, and I think the same thing is going to play out in that conference that did with the Big 12. That night in, night in, night out grind of having to play all those tough teams. Now, granted, it's not as tough as the Big 12. There are a couple weak teams in the conference like like Georgetown. But um, still, I mean – And DePaul. And DePaul. Yeah, and DePaul yeah. even had, uh, had semblance of life in the Big East tournament. So it's like – They did. I, they did. I just think – I think night in, night out conf- in that conference, those tough teams – I think UConn was so playing so well early season. They hit that kind of like lull in the, toward the midpoint of the season, and now they've kind of come back to life. They lost that game the other night, uh, but it was real close. I mean, it could have gone either way. So I, I don't know. I, I think them, Marquette, Xavier. I mean, any of those teams can make a deep run in the tournament. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I've been saying for a while. I think one of these Big East teams could make the Final Four. Um, I'm not sure about winning it all. But uh, and I'm right now. I've I've been more on Marquette than I have the rest of them. UConn has looked like they turned things around. You know, they went through a little slump there, um, kind of maybe first into January, first part of February, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I do think they've kind of turned it around, and. Uh, Stephanie's talking about yes on Marquette needs to be a number two seed. I agree. I've been saying that, uh, you know, for the last five, six days. And um, I told a bunch of bracketologist friends of mine who were all in talks and groups and Twitter and stuff. And I told them all, I said, y'all, I said, I'm telling you, Marquette needs to be on that two line and not Baylor. And they're all sticking with Baylor. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where Creighton <laughs> falls as well because Creighton coming into the season was pretty much the sexy yeah. pick to win the conference. And they had a good season, but I, I don't know. I, 
they had an injury too in the middle yeah. of the year and and cost them a little bit too. It'll be interesting to see where, where they get seated tonight, as well as the fact that who they get uh, put up against. In that I think I think Creighton's going to fall somewhere in that six seed line. Would be my guess. I was going to say five, but yeah, I can see six as well. Yeah, yeah, some somewhere in that five six range, I think, is where Creighton's going to fall. Um, would be my guess. Doing the tournament again, that's a tough spot to be in because you fall in that five that five twelve matchup. Is I mean, one at least one of them's going to go down, if not two of them, probably. Yeah. So, all right. So let's move on to the to Mountain West Conference. Um, the Mountain West Conference, I think, has you know they struggled a little bit down the stretch. New Mexico struggled down the stretch. Nevada lost like their last three games or something that they played, and kind of struggled down the stretch. Um, but the tournament, Utah, um, Utah State. Utah State, I was trying to think which one, which Utah school it was. <laughs> Utah State and uh, San Diego State made the finals, made pretty good runs. Boise State won a game or two that was pretty critical for them, beating UNLV, I think, in order to get in. Um, do do they get four teams in? And and what do you think on on how the conference tournament went? I think the conference tournament was really good. Uh, it was great to see Utah State make that run. Utah State solidified their spot. San Diego State's in, yeah. Boise State. I think the fourth team comes down to Nevada, and if, they, if they're if they above the cut line, uh, it's going to be real close. Um, I, don't, I don't know. It's, that's that's all on the committee. You know, I mean, I feel bad for New Mexico because they seemed like they had a really good season, but they just faded, faded badly down the stretch. And, you know, I, that's you can that's it's the worst time to fade when you when you get to like mid late February early March that's the time you can't be playing your worst basketball you know and right yeah and New Mexico I mean New Mexico started the season out like eighteen and two or sixteen oh, and two or something yeah. and they they ended February one and six yeah that's what now that's they did lose House one of their guards for a sure. while. Um, which which hurt them, um, but uh, I was really hoping to see New Mexico get in, but I just don't see New Mexico getting in now. I really don't. Nevada is going to be right on the bubble. Yeah, right and I, I I'm really hoping that Nevada gets one of those last spots. I mean, I I couldn't say one way or the other what they do. I if I had a choice, I would put them in, but we'll see what the committee does tonight. It's going to, it's going to, they're going to be, they're most likely going to be, if they're in, they're going to be playing in Dayton on Tuesday or Wednesday night. And just so you know, Stephanie Yates, that point right there that I just put up on the screen that you've got is one of my points that I've been saying to these bracketologists all week long. They smoked Baylor in, in December. I remember that game. Early in the season. That's right. And have the head-to-head matchup. So if they're eight and nine, if you've got them bracketed in the metrics and they're eight and nine, Marquette's got to get the spot. I remember that game too. That game was at Marquette. And I remember doing a preview for that, uh, for that Big East uh, Big 12 challenge. And I I thought it would be a close game. And I even thought, I think I predicted Baylor to win by like probably like, you know, three points, four points. I, I remember turning on the game that night and I saw Marquette just destroy him. And I was, I was shocked. I, I thought for sure I'd be a close game either way, even if Marquette wins, but Marquette destroyed him in that game. They, they did. Play. They killed him head to head. head. I mean, you got to give the spot to Marquette if you ask me, but yeah. 
I'm not a bracketologist. I'm just a talking head. <laughs> We're going to find out in a couple hours. Yeah, we will. All right. So also last night, the Pac-12, Arizona and UCLA um, played a big game. UCLA was without one of their guards for the conference tournament. Clark was out. And, uh, you know, they still made the run to the finals, had a shot last night. Um, to possibly win it, Arizona pulls it out sixty to fifty-eight. What did you think about the Pac-12 conference? Was there a team in there that made a run enough to get in? So there's more than two teams. You think, or, or what do you think about the Pac-12? Yeah, I think I think you're going to get three. I think Arizona State will get that that final spot, um, the third spot. I think they're right on the bubble. They'll probably most likely again, uh, like we talked before, be playing that first four in um, up in Dayton this week. Um, US, US, UCLA and Arizona, probably both two. USC? No, UCLA. Does USC Uh, sneak in? I would say no, but I, I mean, I, I, I'd say no, but I mean, you think no? All right. Yeah. I, I, I would say no, but I mean, I mean, I'd have to go back and look at their, their resume again and see if I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't, USC to me, it seems like, not to be me, not harp on them. It seems like it's the same team every year. They have a really good team, but they just they just kind of like leave you disappointed. You know, it's just like they they have they have talent. They lose games they shouldn't lose. Um, you know, and and I think that's what's going to eliminate from being the tourney. I mean, it's like the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's like you get your hopes yeah. up, and, and and it's almost like. It's and they get they get high level recruits and they 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 have talent on the team, but every year now, granted, I guess I shouldn't say this much because was it 2021 when they made their run in the tournament with COVID? They made that run to the Elite Eight that year and yeah. lost to Gonzaga. And that I mean that was a great run. But then of course I I could be wrong. Maybe they will be in this year, but I'd say Arizona and Arizona and, and UCLA will make deep runs. I think Arizona can make can make the most to do the most damage in the tournament just because UCLA's injuries in the last, they have another player get injured in the tournament Clark's out for the season. I just think that's going to be too much to overcome in the tournament, Arizona. Hey, I mean, they had, a, they had the team last year and they fell apart in the tournament. They lost, I believe it was in the sweet 16. I think they have as good a team this year, maybe not as good, but I think they're more equipped this year to make a run. This could be the year they finally break through and make it to the fact of the final four. It's been ages since they've been there. So. Right. That's, that's all right. So let's, it's about as far as, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I will say this. I think you, I think USC is probably above the cut line, but maybe not. Maybe, you know, you might be right on that. They, they are close to that cut line, both of them. Arizona State is too, as well. Um, all right. So let's get to a couple of conferences today. The SEC finished up today. Alabama looked really strong, um, uh, beating Texas AM. Um, Vandy made a decent run uh, at the expense of the team. <laughs> and uh, uh, let's see, what else would there be talking points in the SEC? How would how would you sum up the SEC tournament and some of the teams in there? Vandy had a great run in the SEC tournament. I, I mean, I'm sh- I didn't see the game. I was shocked they beat Kentucky. I really was. Um, <laughs> yeah. Stackhouse has done a heck of a job there with you know and and. I mean, he's done a heck of a job. I I was I was shocked at how well they did in the SEC tournament. Uh, a and M is a team that came on the second half of the season. You know, they were they yeah. were left in bed back in December, and you know they lost, of course, they lost to Alabama. Alabama. A&M, 
Before the SEC tournament, A&M was 16-3 since Christmas. Yep. Yeah, I mean, Alabama, clearly one of the top four teams in the country, clearly the number one seed. Now let's see if they can they can get to the Final Four, you know. I mean, can yeah. they do it? I think you're going to see an SEC team in the Final Four, whether it's Alabama or not, you know, to someone like Arkansas make a run, Auburn, you know, Kentucky. I mean, it, it a lot's going to depend for the SEC teams on who they're – where the, what bracket they're in, what you know, what region they're in, and who they're. I want to say this about it's, Alabama: not many people are talking about Nate Oates as a Coach of the Year candidate. I mean, having to deal with the outside stuff that Nate true. Oates has had to deal with, and still keep this team together, um, is pretty spectacular, if you ask me. Yeah, it's, he's done a great job, I mean, in that regard, you know, keeping it together and keeping them just focused solely on basketball uh, with all the outside distractions. Um, I don't know. I, I think it. I think a lot it's going to depend, for, like I said before, on, for each of these SC teams on who they get, you know, what what region they're put in and who is there going to be match their immediate, matchups, yeah. immediate opponents. Because the SEC is going to have several teams in that six, seven, eight, nine range. Yeah. And, you know, so, it, you know, those are tough games. I will say Tennessee, I think I, – I don't see him doing much, unfortunately, just because of the, you know, Ziggler got injured. They've been Zinger, trending Zinger, downward yeah. the last month. I, I just don't see them going – going. I don't either. In the tournament. Matter of fact, I would say A&M's probably got the best shot and, Missouri, and maybe Missouri, depending on the draw. On, on Missouri's they, another team that's really, who they really match surprised up. me that, yeah, that had a great season and they weren't really expected not, – not much was expected from them um, this yeah. season. And they, had, they had a great season. I mean, same – you know, just along the same lines as Vanderbilt had a great season. I mean, I think Missouri could get to the Sweet 16 if they get the right matchups. That's what I'm saying. If they get the right matchup, I think they could get to the Sweet 16. Missouri could. Don't you, John? Yes, I I did hear Auburn on a deep run, and I almost wanted to laugh. <laughs> uh, okay, here's my here's my here's my theory on that. So a lot of times, like a team like Auburn came in last year, they kind of we're trending a little bit downward toward the end of last season. I mean, they were number they one were. team in the country late January and they came and they ran into a Miami team that was just, they were hot. They played really well. They spread the floor. It was a bad matchup for them. It was, but I think the opposite could go for Auburn this year. They're not playing as well, but if they can get that first win under them, now it all depends of course on the matchup who they play in the first round, first win under them, they could catch fire. And I think they can make a run. Now, do you see them as a nine or a 10? I think they're going to be a 10. Ten, so, so yeah. it'll be a seven for the first. Seven for the first game, and then it will most likely be the two for the second game. But you know, we've seen that two. That's that's two. Depending on that, which two it is, it could be right yeah. for the upset. You know? Boyd's a one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, boys yeah, the, boys one. Yeah. the eight, the, the, the nine seed is. I, I really think one. this is. A, yeah. I really think this is a year though when it's. I think there's probably twenty-five team, twenty to twenty-five teams that can make it all the way to the final four and then another eight to 10 that can win it. It's just, it's just that open. It's just really is. I mean, I, I right. think you're going to see, uh, it's just craziness in the next couple of weeks. I just going to be so many upsets. You know, I remember last year it was craziness for the first couple of weeks and then we got to the end and it was all the blue bloods, Carolina, Duke, uh, Kansas, and Villanova. But I don't think that's going to be the case right. this year. I think you're going to see a couple of the, the normal team, the normal names you're, you're, you're used to seeing in the final four, but then two other ones where you're going to be like, how did, you know, just cause it just, you know, breaks down. That's what happens. So, I mean, look at St. Peter's last year. They made the Elite Eight. So, you know, right. 
I mean, it, it, it's something crazy like that's I think is going to happen this year as well. So, well, let's finish let's up the, the power conferences with the Big Ten today. Um, you got Purdue and Penn State. I want to talk about so Penn, two of the bottom, near bottom teams made pretty good run in the Big Ten tournament. Penn State made a run all the way to the championship game today. I think that solidified their spot in the NCAA yeah, tournament. Yeah. Um, and then Ohio State made a heck of a run. Um, they are not getting in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> They're like 16 and 19 or something. But they made a heck of a run and made it to the semifinals and worth mentioning. So, um, Steve, what's your thoughts on the on the Big Ten? The Big Ten's been topsy-turvy all year long, if you ask me. Um, you know – Teams that you think would be up there, Michigan State, Indiana, Maryland, um, none of those made it to the semifinals. Yeah, I, the league's been rather strange this year. I just think Purdue's a step above everybody else, and there's a couple teams at the bottom that are a step below everybody else and everybody else, and then the whole league is pretty much just clumped in the middle. It's, it's um, all the same. I mean, it seems like. Last weekend I was watching a game but in the last day of the season, and I think it was – I believe it was Northwestern, whoever it was, Maryland, one of the teams, they said if they won, they were the two seed in the tournament and they lost, they were like the nine seed. I was like, that's just a crazy jump up or down to, to make just one game because everybody yeah. was so close together in the standings. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Penn State's made a great, great run in this Big Ten uh, tournament. They're, they're definitely in the field and they're a dangerous team. I mean, they, they can shoot well. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to play, I, I wouldn't want to play them. So I, I, it'd be interesting where they get seated, probably, you know. 10, 11, I would assume. Uh, but yeah. they're going to be tough out. Uh, I don't think Michigan is in. I don't think – I think Rutgers is probably a first four team. Um, Ohio State would have messed up everybody's bracket had they won the last two games and, and won the Big Ten Conference Tournament. Right, the, yeah, the absolutely. Big Ten, the key with the Big Ten, though, is I, 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 don't, I don't know who you trust to make a run in the tournament. Maybe Purdue. It, I don't it, either. I mean I, I mean, I was thinking my, – my two teams before the turn, Big Ten Tournament was Indiana and Maryland. But they just didn't like, you know, I really thought maybe they might make a run, you know, at least to the Sweet 16 or, or something, maybe Elite Eight or something. But I'm not so sure now. Yeah, I, I think I think that I think probably two make it to the Sweet 16. One makes it to, one makes it to the Elite Eight. Purdue could make the run to the Final Four, but they're going to have to have those guards play really well. Um, and if they get the wrong matchup, I mean – you know, I, I think a good, uh, not even a solid tier SEC team could just, or even a Big 12 team could just knock them off in a heartbeat. So, Travis, Kennesaw State did upset my Liberty pick. So, <laughs> knocked them off by one. So, I don't know if they're going to win at all. I guess we'll have to see who they get matched up against. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, Big 10, I just, it's, it's hard to trust any of those teams. And I think another thing, I think I mentioned on your show before, that that grind of a couple months, like they go through in that Big Ten schedule, they're playing each other, you know, two games a week against all this, you know, all they're beating each other up, and it's just like it's like a twelve round boxing match. And when you get to the now, you get to the to the tournament starting, the NCAA tournament, you're just they're just beat up and tired, and they're just like, I think, like I said, you saw Ohio State lose a couple years ago to Oral Roberts in the first round. I think that's due that that could be due to happen a big upset to one of those teams in the first round. We'll see. Travis also yep. wants you to uh, to do a bracket. Oh, he does? Okay. he does. He does. He's been calling for it. So, okay. Yep. 
I know I'm just I'm throwing it all off right now, but yes, I just wanted to bring that up now that yeah. I see Travis up here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Travis <laughs> runs a podcast and been on our show, so um, <laughs> he he's been on with us. So I he he sent out a tweet earlier, wants to do a bracket with us, I think. All right, so yeah. I'm gonna get to the to the conference winners. Um, the OVC was the first one, and I know my pick didn't win it. I'm trying to remember who won it. Oh, God. Um, OVC? Tennessee Tech, was it? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember who won it. I believe it was, I believe it was Tennessee. Was it Tennessee Tech? I believe it was. I thought OVC was uh... – was uh South Simo. I oh, was a Simo. Okay, then they beat. Then they beat it was Simo. They beat Southeast Tennessee, Missouri. They beat, they beat Tennessee Tech. I was watching the final game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to think about. I, I thought I had these memorized, but uh, apparently I don't. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the Missouri Valley was Drake. They beat Bradley. Um. <laughs> the um, the A10 was VCU. They just won today. The the yep. A Sun was Kennesaw State. The American West Conference was Vermont. The American, American, AA, American East Conference. The American <laughs> East. What I say, West. You said West. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vermont is now in Washington. Yeah, yeah. Vermont. I mean, <laughs> American <laughs> East Conference is Vermont. Vermont. Pretty much wins that league. Vermont just seems like they yeah. win that league every year. They just yeah. The AAC. Is being played right now, and Memphis is up on Houston. Houston's playing without Marcus Sasser. Um, Houston's pretty much got their one seed locked up. So uh, Memphis, I would think, is already in the tournament as well. That'll probably be the only two teams out of the AEC would be my guess. Um, Let's see. The Big Sky Conference. I can't remember who actually won that one. It wasn't my pick, so – Let's see. You're doing a great, doing great job on this, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. Hush. What's the next one? Why Montana State was not one that yeah. done it because that's the one that I picked. Right. The Big West was UC Santa Barbara. Yep. Um, Conference USA was FAU. The Colonial yep. was College of Charleston. The Ivy was today. Princeton won. Um, the I don't know the M A A. I don't know if that's the MIAC. I don't know. I don't know the MIAC's the other one. Anyway, the M A A C is Iona. That's the, the MAC. It's the MAC, and the MIAC is the Howard Howard. Yeah. yeah. The MAC M A C was Kent State, and then the MIAC. The MIAC was Howard. Howard. 
Yeah. Howard won that one. Um, the NEC, the winner was actually Merrimack, but Fairleigh Dickinson is getting the, is getting the transition, the AQ, the, you know, the bid to the tournament. Yeah. Um, Patriot League was uh, Colgate. Yep, Patriot League was Colgate. Southern. Could you pick against them? The SoCal was Furman. Summit League was Oral Roberts. Sunbelt was Louisiana. Um, of course, West Coast Conference was Gonzaga. And the WAC was Grand Canyon last night. Yeah, and the WAC was Grand Canyon last night. That is most of them. I did skip a few that I didn't pick the winners on. Because <laughs> you're like, no. Yeah. I can tell you who didn't win. <laughs> I can I can definitely tell you that. Well, let's see. We'll see now if Charleston can make a run. Now they won the CAA and they were in the ranked in the top 25 for the majority of the season. They only lost, I think they were. 31 and three, I lost a couple games. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see who they're matched up against. I think Charleston could definitely pull an upset, you know, pull an upset over a. Oh, I did too. Oral Roberts is a good. Or team. Roberts, is another, State, yeah, Roberts is another team. Kent State's got a good team. A bunch yeah, of shooters. True. Yeah, yeah Kent I mean, State, they can put some some, points on the board. Colgate's always got a good team. I mean, they're going to be tough to play. And even, even watching today, Princeton, whoever wins that Ivy League is always a tough matchup for whoever they, they come up against in the NCAA tournament. And they've been known to pull some upsets in the past. So. Princeton's, I've seen Princeton play a couple times this year in person. They, they got a good team. So, I mean, I don't know who, how far down they're going to be, uh, you know, seated, but 14 maybe. But it, they could be a tough, tough, tough opponent for someone. It's, it's going to be a great tournament. Like I said, there's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of chaos and a lot of upsets. So it's going to be interesting. All right. So, kind of quickly, I'm going to look at, we've had a couple of uh, bracketologists on our show recently. One of those was JBR Bracketology. And, uh, I'm going to kind of give him a shout out. He's been on our show. This is his final list. Okay. So I'm going to run through, not run through the whole thing, but his top seeds, his number one overall is Alabama. He's got Alabama, Kansas, Houston, Purdue. The two seeds are Texas, UCLA, Arizona, and Baylor. Okay. And he's got Marquette number nine as the three seed. Okay. Uh, his three seeds are Marquette, Gonzaga, T uh, Kansas State, and Connecticut. And four is Tennessee, Xavier, Indiana, and Virginia. That's his top four seed lines, okay? His 10 seed lines, John Roberts, he has Auburn as a nine seed, by the way. Uh, his 10 seed lines is Iowa, Penn State, Illinois, and USC. Okay, that's ten seed lines. His eleven, which is the last four or six seeds in, is Rutgers, Mississippi State, North Carolina State, Arizona State, Providence, and the last team he has in the conference is Oklahoma State. That ought to make Stephanie Yates happy if she's still with us. <laughs> but that, so that's his. That's his last team in is Oklahoma State. He's got Providence and Oklahoma State, the last two. His first teams out are Nevada, Wisconsin, Vanderbilt, and Pittsburgh. Okay. So it's, it's, it's kind of interesting on his that he doesn't even have uh, 
Clemson on the first four out. I thought they'd be right about that line, but his next four out is Clemson's number five. Clemson's five. That makes sense. Oregon, North Carolina, and, Te- and North Texas. Yeah. Okay. Are his yeah. next four out. Yeah, Carolina was right. Carolina was first four out, and then of course they lost the other night to Virginia. So yeah, I, I can't, I can't see them even being as that close to the cut line as they were originally, because with other teams coming on strong. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with the majority of that. I, 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 of course, I'm saying before USC would I think would be out, but you know, if he has him as a ten seed, I, I definitely could see him in. I, maybe it's me. I just didn't think they had that great of a season, but you know. And they all right, so I'm going to check. So. I'm going to check another guy here. We we recently had um, Northern Kentucky bracket guy on with us as well, and I'm going to check and see if he's updated his bracket today. He may not have put out his last update yet. I'm not sure. Uh oh, Houston's made projection. Sports yeah. has their final bracket out, and let's look at their their top seeds: Houston, Kansas, Alabama, Purdue. Two seeds. I got to look at the two line. They have Marquette in there. They have UCLA, Arizona, Texas, and Marquette. There you go. Three, they have Baylor. They've switched it. Baylor, Gonzaga, UConn, Kansas State. Four, they have Xavier, Indiana, Iowa State, and Tennessee. All right, their 10-seed line is, which would be like their last four guys, would be Penn State, Utah State, USC, and Auburn. Okay. And then the 11-seed line, they have – which would be the last six in would be Mississippi State, NC State, and then the two play-in games would be Arizona State versus Rutgers and Providence versus Nevada. Okay. They have Nevada in. Okay. Okay, there's about there's a handful there's about four to six teams that are all right there on the cut line, and I can see it going either way, you know, with a committee tonight. So yeah, I can't do exactly. I mean, there's there's several um, different ways you could go about it. I think those last three or four teams is going to be really difficult to true. You know, you know, to get. To be honest with you, yeah, I, I don't think. Bracket Dom has his out yet. These guys are all finishing up their last, their last, you know, you know, their, there's two, there's two games still on. So they still have another. Right. Hour, so. Yeah. They still got another hour. So like I said, I don't think this Houston game, whether they win or lose, doesn't really matter. I mean, uh, so, I mean, they're, but they're super they've good. come, they've come back in this game. So uh, they are currently down seven with 12, 19 to go. Okay. I think uh, regardless if they win or lose, they're still a number one seed. I mean, whether right. I don't even think but, I don't even I don't know how they even the committee determines. I don't think they. Well, I mean, saying maybe instead of sending, they've already got it set whether they send them to the east or the west as the number one seed. That's a whole other story. But um, yeah, so. so on the bracketology stuff, I suggest that you go look out. I'm gonna, I'm going to give a few people a shout out. So there's there's a a lot of people look at like 
Jerry Palm and and Joe Lenardi and the guys that's on TV. Yeah. And if you want to do all that, you can. But I suggest go to Twitter and look up T3 Bracketology, look up 801 Bracketology, look up JBR Bracketology, look up Bracket NK, NKY, um, and look up um, Bracket Dom. He's one of the best. Uh, and all the other Bracket guys will tell you that he's one of the best. I think the last two years he has gotten everybody right and within one seed line. Yeah, all the, the all the bracketologists, I've given them shout-outs the last month or so, and they all do a great job on Twitter. Appreciate their knowledge. They do. Because I, I, the guys on TV, they, just because they're on TV doesn't mean they're, doesn't make them experts. And sometimes you scratch <laughs> your head at what they're picking. You know, I, I, mean, I mean, I love Andy Katz, okay? <laughs> Andy Katz does a great job reporting. He does a great job covering college basketball. I really love Andy Katz. He's not the best bracketologist. No, I mean, I like I said, the guys on TV, you know, I you take it, take what they're saying with a grain of salt. You know, I, you know, I, I the guys on Twitter do a much better job. They're really in the know. They, I, they, they per se watch the games, or <laughs> I think some of the guys don't on on the right. um, on the networks, at least not as much as they they should. So, all right, I I wanted to kind of throw out some stuff on the back bracketology there a little bit. Give a few people some shout outs on the show. All right. So I'm in the I'm in the group that I think Nevada should be one of the last teams in. Um I think that their season they don't have any bad losses. Um and a lot of these other teams that are close to that bubble have some bad losses. You take Vandy and you take Clemson and and Arizona State, and there's a few teams. You know what I mean? Like there's some teams in there that I think have some bad losses, and I don't think Nevada does. Um, yeah. And that's the same thing. It's the same thing with NC State. NC State doesn't have any quad three or quad four losses either. And if I was doing the bracketology um, – they would probably be two of my last, I know, four teams in. I definitely have NC State in. I think they had a great season. Um, they showed well in the ACC tournament. Um, I mean, Nevada, like I said, I, Nevada I think could go either way, you know. Yeah. I, I'd like to see them get and in. And they can. They can. I'm just saying if I'd I was like going to put it down. I'd like down. to see them get in for the Mountain West sake. They'd, they'd give them another team, and that'd be great for the conference. Um, I remember we were talking back a couple months ago about maybe they get five in, more likely looking like probably – three or maybe even three four. four. But yeah, yeah, but NC State, I definitely see. And I, I all thought all along that Pittsburgh would be in. I think they're real, real close to the cut line as well. They're in that group of, you know. Four they to are. Three. Pittsburgh's four in there. The problem with Pittsburgh is they got some bad losses. They do, and they got that bad loss. The other, they, they lost badly to Duke. Now, I mean, Duke's Duke, and they won the ACC tournament. But, but they lost to Florida State. They did. And you know what I mean? Like, they have some bad losses to they some do. bad teams. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if, if – they make it in the tournament. You know, they're most likely if they do, they're going to be seated and playing in Dayton on uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, there's there's a few teams. Clemson fans are going to be irate if NC State gets in over them. And and I, I get it. I really do. I, I get it. I, I've got some that are with the fanboys that we're with, 
And, mm-hmm. you know, I get why they would be upset. I really do. They beat them three times. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And not just beat them three times. Yeah. Like, yeah. They they won three games by a combined score of 65 points yeah. and beat them. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, they two of the of the three games was 25 plus True. in points. Yeah. Beatings. Yes. Yeah, one was 25, one was 26. We'll, we'll know shortly what's going to happen, but I think I I, I just I still think Clemson's going to be in a and I understand NC or Clemson fans. If you're saying okay, if NC State and Clemson are in a group of five teams that are, and you're going to put one in or two in out of those five teams, then the head-to-head matchup between those teams, Clemson fans are saying, should yeah. win out. True. However, you got to look at Clemson's. They have four really bad losses. Four. They have a bad, terrible loss to the last place Atlantic 10 team, Loyola. They have a terrible loss to the last placed ACC team, and that's Louisville. And they also have a terrible loss to the second to last, maybe third last SEC team, South Carolina. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking Plus, at, I- I'm looking at their schedule. Plus, right they lost to Boston College, which is not a good team in the ACC. Yeah. So they have three really bad losses and one bad loss, and that's the difference. And and NC State has none of those bad losses. They have no quad three or quad four losses, and that's yeah. and that's the big difference. Yeah, you're talking you're talking losing to a Louisville team that went four and twenty eight. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. I mean, it's just brutal. It's brutal. One of your I'm one, telling of their, you. one of their four wins was against their, one of the two conference wins, and one of their four wins was against Clemson. So, yeah, yeah. That, I, might be, I that, might be, that might be the clincher right there. It was on the that's road. Brutal. Too. Yeah, it's still bad. Still bad. It's still bad. <laughs> I know, it's bad. but it's brutal. It's like it's like it's like yeah. losing, it's like same in the Pac-12 was losing to Cal this year. Cal only won three games. They three games, exactly. That, that's games like that's games. like saying putting in. Arizona State, you know, who's on the bubble, or USC, and they lost to, yeah. to California. Yeah. yeah. You just, you know, you just can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't – I just don't see it. All right. So that kind of wraps up um, the bracketology side of it. So let's look ahead to March. What do you guys um, – you know what? What do you? How do you think March Madness is going to go? Is there going to be uh, a lot of ups? Do you think there'll be a lot of upsets early in the in the bracket, John? I uh, yes, I think that this is going to be uh, one of those just insane first two days, um, maybe even the first four. That uh, that I think that this will be uh, just it'll be nuts to uh, to to even try to pick. I mean, I don't know if you need to be able to pick, uh, if you just need to just flip a coin, picking these things. Coach Drew, I told you I picked Duke to win the ACC. So I told you. The the first two weekends I think will be uh, will be nuts. I think those will be the uh, the first eight eight days, the first part of the uh, the whole tournament. Thursday through Sunday, yeah, both times. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think the first Thursday to Sunday especially is going to be crazy. When, when to whittle it down to 16 from 
68 starting right. course, Tuesday night with the first four games and Wednesday night. But I, yeah, I think that first weekend is going to be chock, hmm. you know, full of upsets and you're a lot of crazy results. Then you get to 16 and you're going to, you're going to look at it and you're going to see probably a hand, probably six to eight teams you would have thought. And the other six to eight, you'd be like, how did this team's, you know, just, yes. just make it. And like, they, you know, they just, you know, and a lot of it's, a lot of it's how you're seated. So will we see one bracket that's got like, a 10, a 12, a 13. I think, for uh, sure. you know I mean? think for sure this year you'll see something crazy like that. Yeah, like last year when yeah. you saw North Carolina play St. Peter's in that, I don't know, it was the East or whatever region it was, and it was the 8. Yeah, it was like a 15, 8. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll see something like a 7 playing a 9 or something in like the regional final in one bracket. I think it was something crazy like that. You'll, you will see. I don't think a 15 is going to come through again, but I think you'll see like right, a 7 and 9 playing the regional final where you're like – and it's a good, it's a good team. The seven and nine could both be good teams from, you know, some of the power five conferences. It just, they had good years, not great years. And they, you know, they, they turned it on in the tournament. I think that could definitely happen. I will say this. I think there is a, a, a pretty decent sized list of teams that a lot of people will not be talking about that can win games. Oral Roberts, Ken State, Iona. Um, gosh, Vermont could knock somebody off, I believe. Um, FAU, of course, which is going to be a higher seed than than a you know eleven or twelve or fourteen or something like that. Um, but FAU could knock off some teams. I'm trying to think of who else. There's going to be a, there's going to be a lot of teams. Drake. Drake is another team that I think could, could could knock off some teams. I think any um, any any team that's not seeded first or second, maybe third, from College fourth, of Charleston. Yeah, from fourth to like fourth to seventh. There's so fours against thirteen, threes against uh, fives against twelve, six against right. eleven, and seven against ten. Any of those games could go go either way. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just try to mention like, a few teams. They're almost that, like pick them. They're almost. I think they'll almost be like pick them games, depending on spreads and stuff like that. It'd be like 50 50. So yeah, that's why I said coin yeah. flip here. That's yep. why I was, yeah, true. <laughs> it's like true. you're gonna have a coin flip. Pretty much a coin flip. I think. I think years yeah. past it was like seven, ten, eight, nine game was a coin flip, but I think this year five, twelve, five, six, twelve. I'm mm. telling you, pay attention and really look at that five, twelve line, and and even the four, thirteen line. Yeah. Take a, take a look at it, especially if you've got teams like Tennessee and Indiana who are possibly on that four line who have had some up and down years, up and down season. True. You know, you just don't know um, which Indiana team, the team that beat Purdue twice, or, you know, the team that loses to – you know what I mean? You don't know which Indiana team you're going to get. Yeah. You know, and Tennessee, you, you're not sure, you know – uh, which team you're going to get, especially now with Ziegler out. So, you know, I think that 413 line is one to pay attention to as well. I agree. Um, and of course, the 611 and 10 and 710. I mean, those are always games that you kind of look at. Um, but uh, I think those are two seed lines for sure that need to be paid attention to is the 413 and the 512 this year. I agree. Um, now, how many of those will make the Sweet 16 and win that second round game? 
That that all depends on it. You basically you know what I mean. You're yeah. basically at that point waiting. You're hoping for an upset in the other game. So like the 13 that would normally be the four would playing the five. The 13 is then playing the 12. So that's what you're. Kind right. of, I think that's what you're kind of looking at there. So right. Um, you're just you're you know. Looking, so do I think that one or two of those 12 or 13s could make the Sweet 16? I do. I think that could happen this year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that I think it could have as well. I mean, I like I think it's going to be a lot of a lot of crazy results, a lot of upsets. I think. And I think you're going to have at least one, maybe two brackets. I mean, two regions where you're going to be like the team coming out is like even the team coming out of the region winning it is like a five seed or seven seed or something like that. You know, so. Right. I think then, of course, the other you'll, you'll get two of the one or two seeds to advance to the final four. You're always going to have a couple of favorites there. Uh, but I think you're going to have a couple of teams that you're you're not used to seeing to make it all the way to, to Houston for the final four. All right. So we got a chat question here and let me get this up real quick I saw coach Drew asked a question who is the hottest team going into the tournament um yeah I'd have to who's say who's the hottest team going in the tournament I'd have to say it's close between Duke probably trying Alabama one of those two. I mean, they've both been playing so good lately. Um, Texas A&M, I know they just lost, but they – I mean, they they were 16-3 and three before they lost today. So Yeah, I mean, Duke had a great run they, uh, in the last couple weeks. Actually, 18-3 and because they had won two games in the in the conference tournament, conference tournament. Yeah. before today. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else who's, who's really – the last couple of days who's come on strong. Yeah. Um, those are the two I can think of off the top of my head that are playing really well, peaking at the right time. So and he's wanting you to say Duke. That's the reason why he asked that question. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I, I I know Drew, so he's happy that you said Duke. Well, they haven't. I mean, they've won. I think they've won like eight of their last nine. I mean, they they to the stretch run, they have they have won the majority of their games, and they just won the AC conference tournament. So I mean, they really they really have been playing well. I mean, they were kind of in a lull about a month or so, about a month and a half ago at the end of January. But he just wrote up Alabama has been killing it. Yeah, they've been – I mean, Alabama has been straight and been right at the top all season. They have. You Alabama's say, hot. I'd say if, if, I, if, you, if you have to ask – if you if Drew – if you're asking me who I think the hottest or best team is in the country, I'm my answer is Alabama. He put up nine – he put up nine straight. So, I guess nine – Duke's won nine straight. Yeah. Maybe it's Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that that would be my answer. But if I'm going to throw out a couple other teams, I do believe Duke has really come on and and been playing well. I think Texas A&M has played really well the last two months of the you season. Say, you could say Texas too. Um, you could say Texas. Texas. Yeah. Texas has played really well the last the last uh, you know part of the season. I think Creighton went through a stretch where they were playing well. They They've kind of cooled off. Marquette has been playing really well. I would give Marquette um, some props up there in the top as well. Houston, we'll see what happens with Marcus Sasser. You know, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, you know. I, I believe he'll play in the tournament. I just think it was a precaution today. Better, better be safe yeah. than sorry. I mean, the, the game the game really doesn't mean that much. I mean, Houston, of course, wants to win the conference tournament title and all, but – they're already number one seed. There's nothing's going to change by them losing the game. And Stephanie, I'm a Kentucky fan, so I can tell you, I, I, 
I feel you on OK State definitely not being one of the hottest teams in the country. Kentucky's not either. So hey, I'll do you one better with one of the not not the hottest teams, and I'll say Louisville. Right now. I think they're not really that hot either. <laughs> no, fact, they're, they're probably very they're, cold. It's going to be a long. They're road in back. a freeze. They're in a freezer somewhere. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. See, it's going to be a long road back for Louisville. Four and twenty-eight. Oof, that's just <laughs> that's just mind-boggling. And how you know? I mean, how how bad of a season? And Cal was to say Cal was three wins, three and twenty-nine or something. It just yeah. I was, gonna, I was getting ready to throw Cal, Cal out there. I was going to say UC Berkeley. <laughs> yeah, our team, it just, wow, they just, just. Yeah. All right, so kind of to go with the hot teams in the country, let's talk about our contenders. How many how many true contenders do you think has a chance to really win the tournament, Steve? I think there could be like 10 or 12 teams to win the tournament. I really do. I mean, I just think, I just think it, there, there's so much parity this year, and I think any of those, you know, top four, well, the top four seeds would each region make a 16, but I think you could pare down a few off that. But I think there's about 10 or 12 they can win it. You know, any in that top four bracket, um, you know, east, west, southeast, midwest, one of those teams could win it. I really do. I think 10 or 12 teams win. I think 25 teams can make the final four. I just think it's that crazy of a season. It's that open where even a seven seed, you know, like kind of like if you remember uh, 2014, I think a UConn was a seven seed and they ended up winning the title. Yeah. And they were good. Yeah, they did. Home. And, yeah, and they came on strong at the end of the season with Kemba Walker. And um, I believe that was the – was that the year with Kemba Walker? Was that the – that might have been the title before that. But anyway – Regardless, I think they, it was. Yeah, they were, they, were, they, were, they were good and they were seven that. seed. I think a team like a six or seven seed could get to the final four this year. And it wouldn't be that shocking depending on what team it was. So, so that's, that's, that, that's, what yeah, I, I mean, I think a team like Creighton could have a shot to get to yeah. the final four, which will be in that six or seven range, probably five, maybe. Um, you know, Creighton could. Um, I think a team like Indiana, you just don't know which Indiana team is going to no. show up, you know. Duke, um, Duke could do it from a I far think down because they're not going to be not in the top four. Definitely so. make a Final Four run. I right. don't think they're going to win the title, Drew. Just in case if you're on, um, right. if you're still on with us. Uh, but I do believe that they could make a Final Four run. I do. Um, I, you know the way they've been playing, I, I I do believe they could do that. He has a um, Drew has a Drew put up Arizona won the national championship in 1997 as an eight seed. Mike Bibby and Miles Simon. They weren't an eight seed that year, Drew. They were like a they were like a four or five. I, I'll have to look that up. I'm almost positive they weren't an eight seed. They were about a four or five though. They were a higher seed, but they weren't an eight seed when they won the title. But they did get hot during the tournament. They beat Kansas. They beat North Carolina. And I'm trying. Who they beat in the final? Beat Kentucky oh, they beat in the final. final. The final, that's right. Be Kentucky in the final. Yeah, they Trust they me, I remember, I remember yeah, exactly that one. Was, no. They definitely weren't an eight. They definitely weren't an eight seed though that year. They were about a four or five seed in that region. Yeah, I don't think they were an eight seed. They were an eight seed. They were they were like a four or five, and then they did end up yeah. in the championship. Yeah, but that's that. I mean, that could that could surely happen. A four or five so, seed could, could catch fire and win. If you look at the the metrics too, just to see what kind of the metrics of what these teams are at. Um, as far as ones that have won the tournament in the last several years, um, I think everybody has to be within, I think the top, I think it's the top. If you're, if you're, if you're in the top 10, most everybody's in the top 10 on offense or defense. Um, if you're not in the top 10 on, on offense or defense, you end up being in the top five on one and then the top 40 on the other the only team that didn't do the top 40 in both i think was butler when they made their run and it was like it was something that's just nuts 
crazy right. like that where they were but the only had one. Two really good players on they that did. team. They did, but they were Gordon Howard you know, and Mac, the guard. But, but, I as, mean, they but were, as but as but if you're looking at the metrics and you're looking at the the statistics, you could go through and just kind of look at who's got the the top offense or and the sure. top defense, and you can kind of go through and just look at each of those those sets. And if they're in the top, you know. 10 of each most likely they're making a final four run and you know your championship's going to come from there there was again it, it it's butler who kind of offsets everything by being outside of both True. um on those two and then i think like right. i said it, it, if you're not one you've got to be kind of a you know, really good at one a hybrid. Yeah. yeah you got to be really yeah. good at one. And if yeah. you're a really good scoring team, you got to be kind of pretty average. I mean, you got to, you can't be below, you know, a certain level on, on the other or otherwise more than likely you're not making it very far. And that's, that's the, uh, and that's kind of the way you can go, you can go through and probably pick your winners just doing it that way. <laughs> yeah. That's very So true, my man. thoughts, my thoughts on the on the contenders to win it all. I mean, if I if I had to pick to win it all, I, I'm going to say the top one, two, or three seeds are more than likely going to win it all. Is there a chance that a team like a Duke or Creighton or you know, could make a Final Four run and stuff, uh, and get there and be like a Butler or the a UConn seven seed or something like that from years past. Sure, I think that's possible. I don't. I really just don't think. You know, right now I'm leaning towards Alabama. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, my true contender, I'm leaning towards Alabama. I know a lot of people are going to say Kansas. But I've just seen Kansas when they play when they went back to back to when they play the top tier level teams. I've seen Kansas get beat by twenty, yeah, on three or four occasions this year, and I just can't. You know, now could they make a run and get there? Absolutely, they can. I'm not saying they can't by any means. I'm just saying for me, I would lean more towards Alabama. The only game that I seen Alabama play this year that I scratched my head at and wondered where Alabama was was the Oklahoma game. That's yeah, every, every, it. One every game. Team, one every game. Team, every team has a game or two each year where they just don't show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That there was the one game this entire the problem, year. The only problem with the tournament is when you do that one time, you're out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Not, that's you don't you don't yeah. show up tonight. You're 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 gone. So yeah, I mean, right. I can see. I I think at the end of the day, once you get to the final four, it's going to be at least two of the favorites. You know, the top one or two seeds that are there. Could it be all four, like one or two seeds that are there? Possible, but I don't think it will be this year. I think it'll be a couple outlier teams that are like a four seed and a six seed, or a three seed and a five seed, and then a one or two seed. Um, there as well, but I can I can see Kansas. I, I think a lot depends on too on Bill Self if he's there coaching and he's he's okay and he's healthy. I think they, they definitely him on the bench. Um, as for Alabama, I mean they've been consistent and good all year. Yeah, I mean wouldn't surprise me to see him cut down the nets and wouldn't surprise me to definitely see him down in Houston. So 
Stephanie Yates says she looked it up, and Arizona was a four seed. Yeah, I thought it was either four or five. I remember when they beat Kansas yeah. and they went on that run. Yeah, it definitely wasn't an eight seed. Yeah. So, and Houston, of course, a lot depends on Marcus Sasser. If he's healthy, come next week, um, you know, I would put them in that group. They could make a, a long run and win it all too. Because people got to people got to remember the Final Four is in Houston. It's gonna it's gonna be a big advantage if they get in that get in that Final Four. You know, it's gonna be like a home. It's a couple home games. You know, that's that's not to be. You know, not to be. Oh yeah, absolutely. If Houston gets there, the home yes. If they can get to the to the um, final four, it's played in Houston. It's technically at their home. You know, at their home gym, but it's in their city. Okay. You saw. You saw. If you remember back in two thousand, sleep in their home beds if they. Yeah, two thousand five. Illinois made that run, and the regional was in Chicago. And they beat, I think it was Arizona to make the final four in 05. They did, yeah. But that game was like, I remember seeing it on TV, and it was like, if there's 20,000 people in the arena, 19,900 are all Illinois fans. So it's like, it's basically, it's a home game in a regional final was a huge advantage. So that's going to be, that's going to, a lot's going to depend on that too tonight. You'll see where the teams are, are placed and where some team might have an advantage based on geography in terms of they might have, if they can get to a certain point. Um, another example of that was George Mason back in 06 when they made that crazy run to the final four. And they played it in DC, and it's just Northern Virginia DC yeah. is nothing. It's like half hour, an hour, so it's like they pretty right. much had. They pretty much, I mean, they never made that run, so they had all their fans sell out that arena, and they they had almost two home games for that. Oh yeah, I mean, they sold it out. I mean, they had tons of fans there every, I mean, every hey, time hey, they played. Even, even St. Peter's last year, I looked to go into those games, and St. Peter's was playing up in uh, I think it was in Philly, and that yeah. they were in Jersey. I mean, the ticket prices were outrageous because all the St. Peter's fans bought them up because they had I know. In the tournament. And I was like, and it was, I know. they pretty much had two home games there. So it's yeah. a lot can depend on that, depending on where you're seated and then where, where you're going to play the games. So, you know, we'll be interesting to see yeah. what happens. You know, we'll know shortly. <laughs> That's for sure. Hey, we are what an hour and 40 minutes away from the reveal. I think it's at six Eastern, so I think, or they don't really start at six, maybe six thirty, but I think they start the show at six. So yeah, yeah, it's a uh, there's like forty five minutes, I think, yeah. on the uh, in accordance to the NCAA website, it's like forty five minutes or less. Yeah, they start the show maybe they dilly dally for a few minutes, but those probably before six thirty, you'll know you'll know some of the practice. Yeah, well, they release the the four number one seeds first. True. Yeah, and then they and then they go down and talk about it for a minute, and then they take five you know, Then they start on the next breakfast, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Then they start on the next bracket and that kind of stuff is how they usually do it, I think. True. All right, Steve. Closing thoughts. What are your thoughts? What are you excited for um, the most? I guess. I just, just excited this to time see, of year. Yeah, just see to see some great games. I think we're going to see a great tournament. Uh, a lot full of a lot of upsets, a lot of surprises starting. Starting even Tuesday and Wednesday night with the first four, and then those are always really good games because usually, like most of those games are, of course, you have a couple sixteen teams playing, but also and they're usually teams. pretty equal. Like yeah, they're power, usually pretty yeah, equal games. Are equal, you know, put two power five teams in there that you know that are pretty yeah. equal that have had solid right. seasons, but they're playing for the right to move on. So, and then of course Thursday and Friday you have sixteen games each day, and then um, you know Saturday it's and just, Sunday. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be yeah, chaos. And then, of course, <laughs> yeah. you know, a little bit of a break before the Sweet 16 and the Final Four. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun next week of basketball. And it's fun, it. but it happens so quick. In two or three fun. weeks, it's over, it's over. you know? I still, um, think, I still think the best games in the tournament are always the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight games because just the, the – just most likely the Elite Eight games, just getting to the Final Four for 
for a lot of teams. Yeah, that Elite Eight game is, is is probably the best game in the in the. It's just tournament. getting to the Final Four for so many teams. It's just such a monumental accomplishment. And then, of course, if they can yep. close the close the gap and win it, but I think those are going to be the best games, uh, not this coming weekend, but next weekend. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. The the it's so much fun. It happens all so quick. You know, this first weekend coming up now um, is going to be just so much fun to watch and flip and catch and and watch all the games and watch the scores. You're going to have buzzer beaters and you're going to have upsets and you might even have a team or two uh, that's a 12 or 13 to make a run to this to the Sweet 16 or more, you know, and and that's always fun to watch. Um, and then you'll get to that Sweet 16, that Elite Eight game, you know, where it's just, you know, powerhouse to try to get there. It's one of the best games in the tur- those four games that weekend is one of is the best games in the tournament, I believe. Um, minus the championship game, you know, I mean, you know, the championship game, I think those four games are even better than the semifinals in the final four. I agree. I agree. Cause I think just fight, just to get that right to go to the final four is, is it, it, it makes it a dream season for so many teams. And then of course you have to get over the hump and win the semifinal and champion in the, in the final game. But just getting to the final four, I think it's just such a monumental accomplishment for a lot of teams. So that's why it's such a, yeah. there's, there's four games that weekend to be so big. Yep. I agree with you, Steve. We appreciate you coming on with us and doing this. We may get Steve come back in about three weeks to kind of wrap up the final four and preview the championship game on a Sunday. Looking forward so, to it. Uh, I'm sure we can't, even if we had, uh, you know, all the money in the world, you couldn't predict who's going to be playing in that championship game. For the no, first. no, it's going to be pretty tough to predict. If I did, um, I might take my act to the circus or something. I'm, Make some money. Yeah, it's going to be pretty hard to uh, predict. I'll put once I get the the bracket later tonight. I'll I'll throw out a final four on Twitter to make my prediction to see who I picked the final four. And then yeah, can, Drew Kansas State is one of those ten or twelve teams that I was talking about in those top three seed lines. I think uh, I had two. I think I, I got think. two. I usually pick it every year. I think I got two final four teams last year. So usually I'm about yeah. like. Can get two. Yeah, when the brackets come out, I'll I'll do some picks and stuff. Yeah, yeah and put them picking out. Picking off picking off four teams in the final four is, is tough. It's really tough unless you're picking. I've I'm done three a few times in my yeah. life, but I'm not sure if I've ever done all four. No, I don't think I've ever done all four. It's, it's yeah, because really you're always going to have that one team that nobody that hardly anybody's going to pick. So oh yeah, yeah, unless it goes chalk and all four one seeds get in or something, but that usually don't happen. True. It's usually th- maybe three out of four, but not necessarily all four. Yeah, yeah. It's usually, there's usually one yeah. team that nobody would have picked. Yeah. Yep. I agree with you, Steve. Like I said, we appreciate you being on with us. We'll kind of close this up for today for our pre-selection Sunday show here. Guys, it's about a little over an hour and a half away for the selection show. So uh, we'll find out pretty soon. And, Steve, we appreciate you you being on with us we'll kind of wrap up the season steve's this is the third time steve's been on with us so we'll kind of wrap up the season with him um the final four sunday in between the semifinal games and the championship and kind of wrap up the final four and preview all right man thank you steve have a great have a great uh rest of the weekend not much left and enjoy all the selection show and all the games (laughs) in the next couple weeks (laughs) 
right, man. All right, man. All right. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. That's always fun to have Steve on with us. Yep, that is. Yeah, that's the third time that he's been on with us this year. Um, and he's going to come back on one more time for us to kind of wrap up the, the season. He is a John Wooden Award voter, so he does get to vote for the uh, player of the year. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, and he runs JustCollegeFootball.net and JustCollegeBasketball.net. So check those out. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, definitely. And, uh... and you can follow him at Steve Heigl. Um, he, he does all kinds of stuff for college football and basketball um, on Twitter as well. So you can follow him there as well, guys. All right. I'm going to talk about our prize picks real quick. Go you can – do our prize picks, uh, use our code CSCAST for your initial deposit, and they will double your money up to $100. So if you put $50 down, you'll get $100 to play with. If you put $100 down, you'll get $200 to play with. And all you have to do is use our code. It'll help us as well um, when you initially sign up for CSCAST. And you can double that money. We appreciate you. Another thing I want to get to real quick is our Home for Our Troops. Um, it's our nonprofit organization that we are asking all of our fans to give to this year. Um, and it is, they build homes for injured and wounded vets. And uh, they've been doing it for over 20 plus years. And so if you're injured, wounded vet, and you want to build a home, you live in Arkansas, and you want to move to California, they will build you a home in California. Um, for every dollar that you give to them, 90 cents of that dollar goes towards building these homes and rebuilding their lives. So we ask that you give to Home for Our Troops at www.hfotusa.org. Yep, yep. And uh, final little update on the Memphis and Houston game. With just under three minutes to go, Memphis has a 12-point lead, 72-60. to 60. What's the update on the Purdue game? Do you have that? I do not have Purdue, the Purdue Penn game State. up at the very moment, but I can find it pretty easily. Let's see how fast. We can find it. I've got uh, – actually, it's close, 64-58. That is what I have, too. Two minutes and 40 seconds to go. Mm -hmm. Purdue is ahead by six with two right. minutes and 40 seconds to go. Houston needs to basically just hit shots and get fouled, hit shots and get fouled. And they just did. They hit a shot, and they got fouled. Nope, never mind. It was a timeout. Hit a shot, and then there was a timeout. So, they're down 10. But All right, guys. So, this week on our show, College Sportscast, talk about a few things that we have coming up. So, on Tuesday, we'll be doing our Hot Topics 
Uh, we'll be talking a lot of bracketology stuff because the brackets will be out, and maybe we'll even talk about doing some uh, um, picks and some brackets with some of our friends. Travis was on. He was asking to do stuff like that, so maybe we'll add some of that in there on Tuesday. And then on Thursday, we'll have a special with us, Landrum Roberts from Jocks 94.5 FM Radio is going to be on with us. Mm-hmm. Um, he does Three Man Front and yes. Morning Jocks yes. on on the Jocks 94.5 FM station out of Birmingham. And uh, that's a radio station that has helped start Paul Feinbaum, so you may recognize that radio station. Um, and they've been a mainstay in the sports radio station stuff for a long time. So, Yes, especially for college Football yep. is one of the top top stations for college football in the South and across the country. And again, we'll have Landon Roberts on with us. This will be his second time with us. He was with us early on, um, and right he before, will come back. I think it was Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We're yeah, doing the, yeah. Uh, we're doing the uh, we're doing the Iron Bowl predictions and whatnot, and then of course uh, we had uh, we had a lot of. Uh, technical difficulties as far as saving that episode i think um we did and we we didn't have it until maybe a couple of weeks later yeah but it to, was still one there was a issue with the, i had to talk to the tech the problem there was a tech problem is what it was right but this will be the first time where we're doing video with him yep. so and we appreciate lander being on with us and again that'll be on thursday so those are two things to look for us on um, Tuesday night and Thursday night at 8 o'clock. We are now on WSBN TV channel 30, and you can catch us on that as well. And uh, we appreciate you being with us today for our NCAA pre-selection Sunday's tournament show with uh, Steve Heigl. Yes. All right, guys, we will see you guys on Tuesday night. Enjoy the brackets coming out tonight. See ya.